Hello Spartans, welcome to this episode of Voices of the Valley, a podcast featuring various students and staff from Pleasant Valley talking about all things PV. I'm your host of this episode, Johnny. And I'm Cole. Today we're here with Nathan Musel, and he's going to be talking to us a little bit about the finance career path and his next steps for being in finance. So Nathan, before we get started, why don't you talk about what first got you interested into finance? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't really know what the uh, one big thing was, but I do know back in eighth grade, I think what it really was for me was um, I was reading a lot about like Warren Buffett and how he got his start in his career, and like the more I read about it, I'm like, this is actually really interesting stuff, and like it was really intriguing, and um, it was like a book he recommended, and I kind of read that book over summer break, and I'm like, wow, this is actually really interesting, and I could see myself doing this as a career. So you think investments is like the main factor that first got you excited about for it? For me, yeah, for me. Okay, nice. And after you got this interest, what did you do to grow these interests, and how did you explore and refine those interests? Um, well, a lot of reading, both online and uh, books. I've read a few different books about finance, including uh, uh, just a couple big ones that are recommended by top investors. And um, online, there's a lot of good communities. Uh, there's a ton of places on like Reddit. There's a few communities where just going into finance, how to analyze companies, um, what that career path is. There's a website called Wall Street Oasis where people who are in the financial sector already um, kind of speak about jobs and how to get there and um, what your options are and there's also a lot of talk just about investing strategy there as well and there's a couple other places on the internet like Twitter places a couple blogs where people have just really really interesting and in-depth content about how finance works and uh, how a career in finance works as well so what are some of the ways that you can start getting into finance such as like in college and stuff like that yeah in college um, a big thing in college is uh, clubs so a lot of schools don't actually have a um, undergraduate business program because in many places it's not viewed as like an academic subject it's a more of an applied subject so uh, clubs are really really important so um, at all the top colleges and most colleges there's um, finance specific clubs and all those clubs are used for networking to get into jobs and finance and to um, gain the skills needed because you're really not going to learn those skills in the class. Academic finance is very different from what people actually do on the job and um, networking is a huge, huge deal in finance. A lot of it is about who you know, so using those clubs and those extracurricular opportunities in college is what allows you to get those jobs once you graduate. So have you like started trying to network with anybody? Um, not for like future jobs, but I've done a lot with finance outside of school. I mean, I've uh, the FBLA, Wharton Investing Challenge as part of Finance Club. I've done those things just to kind of get more background in finance, but um, I haven't really spoken to anyone yet, no. Sure, and how do you intend to go about networking once you're in college? Um, again, a big part of it is really those clubs. I know from people who have uh, are trying right now to um, get into finance, both from Indiana University, uh, Harvard University, a couple other places, and I've talked to them about what they've been doing and what they've seen work for others, and all, all of them it comes back to making connections through clubs for almost all of them. Sure. Um, I know right now LinkedIn is starting to take a bigger prevalence, yep. and yep. a lot of kids in high school are starting to use LinkedIn as well. 
Um, what's your opinion on that? Do you think that kids in high school should be getting LinkedIn and trying to network as early as possible, or do you think it's not necessary? I mean, you can if you want, but I don't do it. I have a LinkedIn. I've never done anything with it. I've never contacted anyone with it. Just to be honest, I mean, no one, no one like in the industry wants to talk to some random high schooler from Iowa about um, getting a job. I mean, I know there are some people in like New York and in like the Northeast area or maybe out in California who are geographically close to big financial firms. And if that's the situation, then maybe you could connect with them that way. But especially when there's such a geographical divide, like to be honest, most of those people don't really care about talking to a random high schooler 14 hours away. That makes sense, yeah. Do you feel like it's sort of a disadvantage to be in Iowa where there isn't a whole lot of finance companies and stuff like that going on? Oh, it's a huge disadvantage because um, in other parts of the country, I mean, people can get like entry-level finance internship internships in high school they have more opportunities to meet people i was on a zoom call with a um partner tiger global who is um which one of the top hedge funds in the world and the person who set up the zoom call was a high schooler from new york and the only reason they knew the guy is because they went to the same high school he was an alumni from that kid's high school and if it wasn't for those opportunities which are really enabled just from geography that wouldn't have been possible. Like for anyone in our state or even in the Midwest as a whole, that's not an option. So there is definitely a huge geographic barrier towards making those connections. Okay, so while in high school, other than trying to network through your clubs and organizations, what else have you done to prepare yourself for a finance career or exploring finance more in college? Yeah, uh, I've taken a couple of business classes here, uh, financial accounting, accounting. I've done an internship with Bettendorf Financial Group over the summer which isn't quite the area of finance I want to be in, but I definitely gained a lot of great experience working with clients and just learning how the day-to-day -day is in a financial organization. Sure, what'd you all do at that internship? Uh, a lot of it was um, meeting with clients. I sat in on a ton of client meetings and meetings with um, wholesalers who are selling like um, mutual funds to Bettendorf Financial Group. And I did a lot of work on setting up new reporting systems in Excel for their assets under management and their fees. They were like automatically updating and um, just more robust than what they were using before. Okay, sure. So obviously college plays a big part in yeah. your future career. Where do you want to go for college? Uh, my number one choice is the University of Pennsylvania, but um, because they have the Wharton School of Business, but that's a huge reach school for anybody. Mm -hmm. So I'm applying to 20 colleges and I'll just see where I end up and go from there and make the most out of whatever opportunities I have. Mm -hmm. So I know you want to do investment banking and a lot of times investment banking have target schools that they're recruiting from that yeah. come in different tiers. So is that what you're primarily trying to apply to is yes. these investment banking target schools? Yes, yes. Investment banking, there's a whole culture of target schools. And there's the tier 1A and kind of tier 1B and then you get down to tier 2. And it really is like a hierarchy of schools. And that's so different from the other major careers right now. Like if you want to go into engineering, yeah, where you go might help you get your foot in the door for an interview, but after that it doesn't matter. If you want to go into law, you can go to any school. If you get a good GPA, you can still get into a good law school. The problem with finance, though, is, um, to be honest, a lot of it's not super hard to learn. Like, there's nothing differentiating one college is teaching from another. It's all about the connections you can make. And that's why being at those top colleges is so much more important for finance, is because it is so networking heavy. And if you're not at a college where those opportunities exist, if you're not at one of those top tier schools, it is much, much harder to break in. Sure. Can you explain the process a little bit um, of, hypothetically, if you had made it into one of these target schools, what that process would look like with having internships and then you know, having your starting job as an analyst and working your way up? And can you talk a little bit about 
um, if you want to stay in investment banking or how you want to move from there and if you want to go into private equity per se or if you want mm-hmm. to work your way into hedge fund management. Yeah, so often how that works is um, every summer in college you will have an internship, either at an investment bank or private equity firm every single summer. And getting those internships, that's where your LinkedIn matters. That's where your coffee chats with uh, people at those businesses matter. That's where your clubs matter. And um, usually you interview for those internships in the fall of each year. So in the fall, you'll be interviewing for your internship for the next summer, which is a crazy accelerated timeline. And then after your junior year, so in the fall of your um, senior year, or even during the summer after your junior year, between junior and senior year, you will be recruiting for your job after college. And um, with that, uh, afterwards, most people go to an investment bank in finance. So finance, the uh, three big areas people want to go to are investment banking, private equity, and hedge funds. And there's also venture capital, but that's a little bit separate, and it's not as much as part of the core finance culture. So most people in investment banking, it's called the... um, uh, they often refer to it as two and out. They'll spend two years in investment banking and then they'll leave, either for private equity, which is the most common, or they will leave to go into like a Fortune 500 company in the finance division if they've decided that finance, like that kind of finance, isn't what they want to do. So, um, but for those who are not two and out, they usually do three or four years of the investment bank, get an MBA, come back, and just keep working there for the rest of their life. But um, after the two and out, if you go to private equity, you have the option of either doing two years in private equity, then getting an MBA and coming back again, and the private equity firm will sponsor your MBA, or after your two years private equity, you jump ship again to a hedge fund, and that's what I hope to do. So my career path would probably be something, in a perfect world, something like two years investment banking, two years private equity, two years hedge fund. But at any of those steps along that path, you could say after your two years, you know what, I wanna stay here, and I wanna keep working in this industry. And then usually you do have to get an MBA and come back, but um, there's a very much, they call it an up or out culture in finance. You're either moving up the ladder or you're moving on to a different industry, a different part of finance. You're not staying at one level. Like when you come in as an analyst at an investment bank, you're not gonna stay an analyst for more than two years or else you're probably gonna get fired. Mm-hmm. That's pretty intense, out. isn't it? Yeah, it's very intense. And long work weeks, hard culture, because there is a pressure to, you're either moving up the ranks or you're switching jobs. Okay, sure. So, as we wrap up this podcast, what would you say is some advice for anyone else who's trying to get into finance? Uh, if you're trying to get into finance, um, you need to have a passion for it. Like, a lot of people just look at it as like, oh, you make a lot of money in finance. But you do, but you have to have a passion. Like, mm-hmm. you need to love investing and um, understand what makes things work. Like, what makes the markets work. Why they, not why they do what they do, but why you should choose one company over another. If you don't understand that, like it's really hard to be successful in finance as a whole. And then back to the point that I've been talking about in terms of just career progression, you have to network with people. No matter where you go to college, you can make opportunities for yourself. It might be harder if you're not at one of those tier one schools, but what it comes down to is making your own opportunities and using everything available to you to meet people and to make um, an opportunity to get that job. Perfect. Uh, Thank you, Nathan. Uh, That's all we have for this episode of Voices of the Valley. So don't forget to subscribe to our podcast because these halls have so much more to say. Thanks for listening.